Welcome back to the Let's Get Ready podcast. I'm your host, Marissa Spagnoli, and today we're getting ready to do some self-care with the founder of Kira Moon, Lindsay Martin. Welcome to LGR, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me. I just worked out, took a quick shower, and I'm ready to do our routine together. I would say that's a great time. We're ready. We are ready to freaking self-care and get into it. Um, Kira Moon products are so fun, and we'll get into that in a minute. The Silky Rinse is one of my top three makeup removing cleansers. Like I'm not even kidding. I, it's in my Holy grail. I will always repurchase this. Um, so let's go through our cure moon routine and then we'll get into it. Okay. Amazing. So I already use this, so we're not yep. going to use this again. And I don't know if you've ever tried to demo a cleanser on camera. It's like a special skill. Yeah. That's very tough. So we're not going to do that today, but I designed the silky rinse cleanser I, well, I created it rather because I hated washing my face. I still don't like washing my face. It's like the unfortunate, annoying step before I get to do the fun stuff. Yeah. And I know not everyone feels that way. Some people love cleansing, but I wanted to create a cleanser that I looked forward to using and also eliminated the things I disliked about cleansing. One of them being things that didn't remove all my makeup. Uh, if it didn't remove my SPF, uh, if it was drying, I have very dry skin. And so the main benefits of this, as you mentioned, it, actually removes makeup, which yep. is a lot of cleansers claim to do. This one actually does it get off face paint. Um, yes. It really does. No, when makeup. I say it gets off makeup, like my top three, I'm like, it's full glam that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about what I have on. Like, I don't have anything, but you know what I mean? I'm talking full glam. This, it gets it right off in one go. I usually don't even exactly. have to double cleanse. So we love that. Yeah. And my favorite way to use this, yeah. first of all, if you're watching, we were just joking about this. This is how you open it. She twists Every, off. <laughs> open it like this. You twist this off and then you can squeeze it right onto your face. It's this nice, like, I don't want it to all squirt out. It's like this yeah. nice squishy bottle. We get a lot of feedback that people love the squish. Yep. And you squish it on. I apply it. If I'm wearing makeup, I put it on dry skin and I'll just massage it in and then I'll introduce the water. And that's my favorite way to use it. But um, you can use, you know, everyone knows how to use a cleanser. You can use it however you want. But really this is a universal cleanser, safe for all skin types, especially good for dry and sensitive skin because it's pH balanced and has a lot of nourishing ingredients, ceramides, rose water, and especially for our glam lovers, it's great for people that are super into makeup because it removes it. So that would be the first step. Yep. You use it just like a regular cleanser and then you're like, oh, my face isn't dry. It feels so lovely. And then we're going to go into star jelly. So have you tried this one yet? I have. And it's so cute. All of your, all of, all of these are just so cute. So Yes, I've used Thank this before, you. and I love the little brush it comes with. Yeah, Adorable. so we can get into a little more about, like, Cure Moon and why we exist, but um, the, the packaging is important to us because it's the experience of skincare. We really believe that skincare and makeup, it's self-care. It's time to connect with yourself, and so our products are very sensory. The squeeze, the way that the formula smells, the way it feels on your skin, and so this brush is just... Another way that you can indulge and care for yourself. And I like to just close, it sounds so silly, but I like to close my eyes and just feel the brush on my skin. Like after a long day, it's just a nice treat. So this is our mask. It's called Star Jelly. It's a 10% AHA mask. And what this is going to do is it's going to gently buff away dead skin cells. It breaks them down. And then when you rinse it away, you're going to have glowy, fresh under layer of skin. That being said, this is a chemical exfoliant. So if you're using retinol, um, really any other actives, you want to test this first um, because it is a chemical exfoliant. 
10% is very mild. Like if we're talking on the scale of chemical exfoliants, if you think about the ordinary, I think there's this 25%. This is only 10. But, you know, when we're talking about chemical exfoliants, you just want to be aware. I actually am on tretinoin. So I'm only going to do this on my nose and my forehead because I get tend to have sensitivities in this area. Okay. Um, but here we go. So you just pump yes. out a little bit. Oh, you do it right on the brush. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, you can do whatever. No, you that's smart. People. I don't know why I was like, I, it's like makeup for me. I like put it in the back of my hand and then do it. I don't know yeah. why. No, some people don't even like the brush. And we encourage that. Like if you like the feeling of your hands massaging it into your skin, that's great. This is all meant to help you curate a happier five minutes, you know, at the end of the day for yourself. It's unwinding through beauty, caring for yourself through beauty and uh, I like to do this on a Friday night. I'll do this once a week and then I'll pour a glass of wine and put on a rom-com and let this just sit in. That's so all you at need. 10%, yeah, <laughs> at 10% AHA, you could leave this on really as long as you wanted. If you look at any um, AHA serum, 10% is probably what you're going to get. So wow. you can't like burn yourself with this, but you will see the effects in as little as five minutes. So we okay. suggest 20 to 30 minutes on the bottle, but you could do an instant facial five or 10 minutes. You could leave it on for the duration of a movie or your favorite show. That's good um, to know. Definitely. I mean, I think in the world of skincare, AHAs are one of the most research proven ingredients. That's why you see them everywhere, but not everyone is super familiar. And there are brands coming out with really high percentages, which there's nothing wrong with that. I think if, if you are informed and you understand the ingredients, why not use a 25% AHA at home? But yeah. that is not the purpose of our products. Our products have incredible before and afters. Um, I encourage anyone watching this to check out our website. Our products are proven to work and to improve the health of your skin, but uh, we're not clinical. And we want to create formulas that you can enjoy every day. Um, and something like a 25% AHA peel you can really only use that once a month or less without damaging your skin barrier. So that's kind of our philosophy, but yeah, it's, it's more approachable. And like you said, it, you can incorporate it into your everyday a lot more. And I think it's a little less exactly. scary too sometimes because like I think of that ordinary red mask and I'm like, oh, please, <laughs> I can't, I can't yeah, handle you that. Know what? There's a, there's a person and a customer for that. Yeah. And we love that. And you know, maybe if someone watching this uses that peel, this would be a great cleanser for them because it's so gentle. So Skincare is so personal and there's a place, you know, for every product and every brand, but that's just our, our philosophy is more of the everyday essentials that improve the health of your skin and just make you smile at the end of a long day. Yes. I love that. And then we're going to end with the flower melon yeah. serum. Exactly. So we'll have to let this soak. We'll yeah. rinse it off. I actually just ran out of my flower melon in my bathroom, which is probably the coolest perk of being a skincare founder. I just go into my office closet and I grab a new one so we can open a fresh one together. Okay. We love that. Start belly has soaked in. Yep. And then I also brought my little globes. Yeah. I oh love gosh, these. You have the old packaging. Oh, I'm an OG. <laughs> I love I mean, this box. I love you know it. What? I do too. And people love that box because it's a lot sturdier for storing. This does come with the foam in it, but for retail, if that's in a store, it's really hard to see how beautiful yeah. they are. So I, I like this, the display of this one, but a lot of people do love the old box. So no, I no, but the aesthetics of that one, gorgeous. But this is just like, when it's in my room and I'm like, ah, oh, 
Let me open my little my little box. It's so cute. Well, before we get into your brand, I kind of want to hear about your story creating your brand because I think it's really interesting and unique. And you were going through a lot at the time that you launched Kira Moon. So can you kind of give us that background? Of course. Yeah. So um, Kira Moon kind of starts on a sad note, but it ends on a happy note. Um, the inspiration and the idea for my brand came in 2017, which was the hardest year of my life. My mom passed away and I was also at the peak of a super stressful, high pressure career in tech. So it kind of felt like this really interesting intersection, uh, or challenging intersection, I should say of, you know, grieving a loved one, not only a loved one, my mom at the same time that I was really thriving in my career. I identified with my career. I didn't want to let that go. And I just felt like my world was chaotic. And during that time, I would go to my bathroom at the end of a long day, close the door and just do my skincare routine. And it became this very peaceful, meditative escape. I would feel the texture of the product on my fingers. I would smell them and all those sensory things. Of course, we know um, through talk therapy and mental health education that all those sensory things really do help, you know, move to a part of your brain that is more peaceful and happy than the part that feels upset and panicked and sad. And so as my skincare became this really important ritual at the beginning and end of each day, I looked at my products that I loved that are still great products, but there was nothing about them that was helping facilitate the way that I was using my skincare routine, which was really for mental health and self-care. And I realized that a brand needs to be doing this. Um, And I did some research and I'm not the only one using my beauty products this way. There's actually a statistic. I think it's 36% of Americans um, chose skincare as their favorite self-care activity. So people are already using their beauty products this way, you know, their makeup, their hair, their skincare, but we're the first brand designed specifically to use your skincare as self-care. So that's kind of how the idea that was a little nugget, the little seed that was planted in my mind. Um, and then a lot happened between then and, you know, where we are now, but, um, mental health is still at the core of what we do. We donate a portion of every sale to a mental health nonprofit. So we also have a lot of fun. Some of that sounds a little depressing, but it's all about self-love and joy and really taking the time you have in your bathroom, which for some people is five minutes or less, if you're a single mom or working two jobs and we want to help make that time more joyful and playful and fun for you. Absolutely. I, your brand is such a positive brand and it really does. Like when I look at it, I get happy because I love pink and red, as you know, but like (laughs) it is, I feel like everything, all of your goals for this brand, I think really shine through with that. And, um, I feel like that is such a huge leap of faith being in kind of that mindset from going, you're in a really stable job. And then you're also going through, your loss of your mother and stuff like that. Was that a a hard leap of faith? I like to ask like leap leap of faith questions. So I'm like, how did you go from something so stable to something really unknown? It was really hard. Um, I will say though, I did not quit my full-time job until we launched and I saw a physical sale. Like that was the most important to me. And so I think, uh, it did make it really hard. Like manufacturing products, building a website, launching a brand, getting it ready to sell, doing all that while you have a full time job. It was a lot, but I was too scared to do it until I had real evidence that people were going to buy this and they wanted it. So 
we launched on January 15th, 2021. And I put in my two weeks at the end of that month in January. So two weeks into launching, I realized we are onto something. People relate. They connect to this brand. They connect to me. People are buying our products. And yeah, it was a leap of faith after that. And the last two years have been a roller coaster, but all in all, it's been an incredible journey. The products are so well-received and I'm really proud of myself looking back um, for taking that leap of faith, as you said. Yeah. Like, yeah, I- Did you I'm, not look I'm at really it as a leap of faith? I feel like you never looked at it. I'm like- it is, it is, it is. It's, um, I think it's one of those things that I think after my mom passed, I really, you know, I think when you lose someone that close to you for the first time and you're grieving for the first time, you really recognize how fragile life is and how short life is. And I just didn't want to look back and say, I stuck in this tech job because it was comfortable and, you know, it had decent pay. Um, this is my one life. And I feel, I feel called, I felt called to create this brand and to make products that bring people joy. And I just did it. I think, um, you know, going through the loss of my mom, mom really helped change my perspective on life in a way that pushed me to follow my dreams. You should be so proud of yourself for doing that. And I, I'm just, I love your story already. I'm kind of just like speechless. I'm like, yes, girl. But, um, no, I think that you're doing something so special with your brand. And I don't think that there really are any other skincare brands that take mental health so seriously. And it's really at the forefront of your brand. Um, and I think it's just real of you to kind of also say like, I didn't quit my job right away. Cause I feel like sometimes we get this like, Oh, she was here. And then she just leaped to Kira moon. And then it's successful. It's like, no, like you took, I think cautious steps, which is important. Yes. I think people should learn that if they're going to do something like this, but clearly it paid off and that is amazing. Um, so I feel like what was that kind of like starting a brand at that time? I feel like, was it like a good distraction or was that overwhelming? Because I feel like you're jumping into this new thing and then, you know, yes. what's next kind of thing. That's such a good question. And I actually don't get asked that very often. So we launched January, 2021, but I signed on with our brand designer, the one that does like our packaging, all these yep. beautiful images behind me. I signed the contract with her in early February, 2020. And then lockdown started just a few weeks after. And I think if I hadn't signed on, I probably would have chickened out. Uh, lockdown was hard on all of us. Yeah. I went through a breakup. I was alone at home. Like, it was a lot. And I think it was the perfect distraction, um, especially in the early days when, you know, I was living alone. I couldn't really see anyone. I just worked. It was my passion project. So I want to say it was hard, but it really wasn't. It was, it was joyful. It was my escape the same yeah. way that skincare is an escape. It was something I could just totally dive into and get lost in and kind of ignore the scary reality of the world at the time. Yeah, no. And you can see how you dove into your brand. Like just looking at the lineup right now, it's just, you see it and it's Kira Moon. That's Kira Moon. You, you know it instantly and you can see all your passion in your brand, which that's what, another reason why I love the brand. Um, Thank you. Anytime. But another thing too, you mentioned, you mentioned earlier how proceeds go to um, mental health, but also I kind of wanted to go back to how 
it's just such a self-care moment. And I feel like before going on TikTok and before kind of learning about that, there is a whole community that does self-care in a skincare way. You know what I mean? Or doing your makeup on the floor is like self-care to me. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? So when you were kind of making this brand, what was important to you other than the sensory things that we will get into, like the branding and stuff like that? um, How important was it to you to make sure that you are putting proceeds towards mental health and you're kind of doing something different with your brand in that way? It was super important. I, I was diagnosed with anxiety right after my mom passed and that was five and a half years ago now. And I think COVID really launched mental health awareness to the forefront. And it seems crazy to think that even five and a half years ago, someone would be embarrassed or scared to talk about an anxiety diagnosis, but that was the reality in 2017. I remember going to my dad at the time and saying, I'm going to, I'm going to get a therapist. And he was like, are you okay? I mean, that's how much we've grown as a culture in terms of mental health acceptance, mental health awareness. And so at the time I was diagnosed, I went into talk therapy. I was prescribed anxiety medications, which I am still on. And it changed my life. And I just thought there are so many people struggling with anxiety, depression, bipolar, like you name it. And why are people embarrassed? This is no different than, you know, having asthma or anything else. It's our, it's our brain. It's not who we are. And as scary as it was, even to share with my closest friends and family that I was taking medication for anxiety, I really felt like creating Cure Moon was an opportunity to talk about mental health and say, listen, even the founder and CEO of a skincare brand who's running a business struggles with anxiety. Like this isn't, you know, this is just part of the human existence. And so I was very passionate about sharing that in the beginning. I think now people are so much more open about it, but I still get people, customers that say, I really resonate with this. Thank you for sharing your journey with, with mental health and anxiety. So I always knew that that would be important. I think in addition to that and not to ramble on this topic, but ramble, um, (laughs) I really want to create a business that can hire people that love where they work. Um, early in my career, I worked in fashion in New York and it was just terrible the way that I was treated. My coworkers were treated and you know, that's broad. I'm sure there are so many wonderful places you can work in fashion in New York. And that was, you know, over 10 years ago, but, um, you know, thinking about having, creating jobs for people where they get mental health benefits, you know, maybe we have some sort of like, you get one day off a month for your period, like just creating, um, an environment where people love to work, where they're treated with respect and kindness. It seems so simple, but it's, it's pretty common for people to hate their manager, hate their job. And the idea of creating a a place where people love to to work is exciting to me as well, aside from the products. No, I'm so happy that you brought that up because that's why I went on my own. Cause I just, I, I feel you, you, especially in fashion and retail, whatever it is, I did makeup too. Like there's a lot of disrespect and my last job, it sent me over the edge and I was like, I'm done. So to hear that you take that so seriously makes me love you and your brand even more because I think that is something that is so, I feel like swept under the rug. Like just, I don't know, caring for your employees, like not like, oh, we're a family, but like actually doing these steps, taking these steps for mental health and 
Oh my God. Do you see here the period thing? It, my friend is so for that. And if she heard that, she's going to like go crazy and be like, I'm buying everything. But it's so important. And I, I just, I love that about your brand and how important that is to you because I feel like everyone hates what they do, hates where they work. And I think that's, I don't know. I think that's a huge part of our mental health is what we do every day. Yeah. And if you hate Absolutely. that, then you got to fix it <laughs> somehow. But Agreed. I love that. Um, I want to kind of <laughs> know without telling your secrets, like what are your goals for Kira Moon regarding mental health awareness? And even that goes in, inside Kira Moon to your employees, but what are your goals? With yeah. Them? Um, I envision us partnering with other mental health brands. I want to, I would, my dream is to partner with Calm, the app um, yes. or Headspace to do guided meditations for your skincare. Um, Stop. I, I, I will make you a TikTok literally when I leave here and be like, can we please make this? I'm obsessed. Go on. I'm sorry. I'm just excited. <laughs> I know. I know. And I really think we are, we are, that's a new idea. I've never seen a brand do that. So sometimes I am scared to share it because it'd be really easy for a big brand to approach yeah. one of those apps and say, let's do this. I didn't invent guided meditation. So there's so many fun ways that we could do it. You know, we could do uh, a partnership with them. We could add our own guided meditations on our website. So we want to continue um, not just creating products that help people use their skincare this way, but teaching people how, you know, yes. if you're going to wash your face once a day, if that's your thing, not everyone does, but if you're going to do it, let us help you make that a joyful five minutes, not a chore. Yeah. Um, so those are a couple of the ways, but yeah, the mental health aspect aside from sensory is will continue to be a big part of what we do. Um, I would love to have pop-ups someday that are either a sensory experience or a guided meditation. So most of the ways we want to incorporate it are really around marketing and brand awareness, which as a new brand, we don't have the budget for it yet, but it's all in my brain. So the second we have the money, it's like, we're going to go for it. And we really, we want to be the mental health skincare brand. Yes. I, I can't wait for you to do this because I feel like even for me, meditation is, I'm still getting used to it. I'm still trying to find something that I really identify with. And the way when you just said to do it, when you do your skincare, like, like you said, the sensory things are fun and to squeeze the bottle and pour it on your face. I love that. But then sometimes I still get lost and I'm like, okay, yeah. am I, am I doing the self-care right now? Or am I just doing this the skincare routine? And I feel like yes. that would be so fun to have that as, like, as you get ready or as you do your skincare. I think, I, I think you need to do that. I think you need to get on that. I'm obsessed. It's a much more approachable, yes. I think with meditation, like who has time to like sit down on their bed with an app? Um, that's really hard, especially yeah. if you're in the mental of a, a mental crisis, a breakup, losing your job, whatever. That's really hard to, to do. So again, if you're going to brush your teeth or wash your face, it would be a really easy way for people to kind of dabble in meditation without it feeling like this overwhelming like what am I going to do this in my day yeah like a chore sometimes like you said like sometimes yeah. just getting on your bed is is a whole chore it's a whole thing so just having that in your routine oh my god I I can't wait for you to do that I will keep my eye out um yes. and I feel like that kind of leads me into the no question um if someone tells you no you're talking to the wrong person um but I am really interested to hear your take on this and how you not created your own yes but how you kind of want to about getting these no's? Yeah. Um, no's are tough. And yeah. if you asked me when we first launched, 
launched, no's were paralyzing to me. I mean, we would get a no from a retailer or a customer or it didn't matter. If we got a no, it it hurt me to my core and it, it made me feel that our products aren't good enough. Our brand isn't good enough. And it's taken me time to get where I am now. I don't feel that way at all anymore. Um, when we get a no from someone, again, maybe it's a big retailer. Um, I don't take it as a no. I take it as a not right now. Yeah. Like tomorrow I will be a new CEO. Tomorrow our products could be different. Um, it's an opportunity to pivot and to go, okay, I wonder why I love when people say, no, I love asking why, and not everyone's comfortable being that candid and honest, but if someone's willing to tell you why that is the most valuable piece of feedback you can ever get, especially in business. So I'm big on, okay, can you tell me why? And then I have something to work towards. So I think of no's as shortcuts and clues to getting to the yes. Instead of just a no, because if as a a founder or a business owner, you gave up at no, then your business would be over on day one because being a business owner is it's about it's about problem solving and overcoming obstacles. So it took me a while to get to this point. But now, of course, no still sting a little bit, but more than anything, um, I don't take it as a no. I take it as a not yet. And then I work towards getting to the yes. I love your answer for that. I Love how real you are about the beginning, getting the nose and how I could imagine like I like someone saying like, oh, I don't like the twist, you know, just something about your brand or just from a retailer. I, I would take it personally, like how you said, like, I feel like I'd be like, what do you mean? Like, you know, it hurts like your baby, like saying no to your baby. Like, so I love how real you are in that aspect. But I think it is so important to learn how to pivot and ask, why don't you like it? What about it? And if it's something that doesn't apply to you, then it's just not the right not right now, not the right, not the right no, not the right yes. But I think that is so important to kind of like self-reflect on your brand because it's like, it's like a kid. Like you think your kid's perfect, but someone might be like, (laughs) it needs work, but no no feeling is final. I, that helps me a lot. Like if someone doesn't like the packaging or doesn't like the product or says it's too expensive, like nothing is like stuck in time. We can change packaging we can pivot based on customer feedback. So I think having the flexibility within myself to just accept feedback, accepting negative feedback is hard as individuals, as business owners. And so um, I've had to take what, how I would normally react to react to feedback personally and reframe it to how I should take feedback as a business. And so much of that is just disconnecting my identity from the brand, but that takes time as well. So No, that's such a great answer. And um, do you have any tips on kind of like getting to the place where you are now with the nose? Like I know, like you said, you're still working on it, but going from getting hurt to, okay, it's not, not the end of the world. That's just kind of like brush it off the shoulder. Yeah. um, For me, I think I had to stare it right in the face. Like um, the first year we were in business, if we would get a customer return, which rarely happens, by the way, we don't even yeah. get one product return a month. We have a very high retention rate, but I would immediately get triggered when I saw the email mm-hmm. and I would avoid reading it for a day. And then I would reply and just pretend like it never happened. Um, and so like, I kind of gave it the power to be this scary thing, but when I reframed it and I became curious like, why wouldn't this person like it? Um, tell me more. That curiosity 
just created a softness in the way that I approached it. Um, so yeah, it's like, I would, even though I was scared, I would look it right in the face. I would be curious. And then usually like the answer wasn't as scary as I imagined in my mind. Yep. I do the same thing. And I feel like it's so easy to just be like, I'm not going to look at it. I, I already know the answer. I don't want to see it, but I think it is yeah. the fact of just, just look at it, look at the elephant in the room, address it, figure it out. And then exactly. like you said, it's not that big. It's just like the mouse, you know what I mean? So it's not, yes. I think that's a great way to look at it. Um, Okay, sorry, before you go on, I'm gonna I'm about to remove my mask, but I don't know if you can see. Look how glossy and shiny my forehead is. I've been looking at your forehead the whole time we've been talking. (laughs) I'm like, her skin is amazing. And it's like so smooth. My skin feels to die for right now after taking that off. I'm like, oh, I'm like a baby. I love it. That (sighs) is just one of my favorite routines right there. Um, and kind of getting into the routine, I want to talk about your branding, the packaging, the whole sensory thing, because I'm obsessed with it. Um, can you kind of take us through the branding process of Kira Moon, like the pink and the red and all of it? Yeah, of course. So, um, uh, of course, knowing the North Star of the brand, it was always going to be about mental health. Um, I wanted everything to feel happy. I wanted it to feel joyful. And I wanted it to be almost like ethereal fantasy, because we're trying to help people escape the reality of life and go somewhere magical that they feel magical and they feel in control. And so all of those feelings led all of our design decision, the colors that we use, the fonts that we use, adding the holographic, everything had to point back to that feeling that we were trying to evoke for the customer. And so early on, we knew our brand is this and it's not that. And every time, you know, the designer and I, um, disagreed or she wanted to try something or I wanted to try something, we would ask ourselves, does it fit in this scope of the customer experience? And if it didn't, we would say, scrap it. We can't have that color. We can't have that font, whatever, which is hard because I love all things modern and design. And I can appreciate the aesthetic of a skincare brand that's neutral and clean and modern, but that's just not what Kira Moon is. And so it's harder than you think. It's not about creating a brand that you like or think is pretty. It's about, um, you know, creating the brand that your dream customer would want, which is very different than just something that you would want. So no, yes. Yeah. Open the box, do the whole thing. I'm obsessed. No, I think that is a really great way to look at it because as much as like, oh, I like this, I like that, but would your dream customer like that? And I... We do. <laughs> we definitely do. Yeah. No, I so love just to like squeeze again. It's the sensory and like even just now. I'm going to do that. I never do that. I never like this is like it feels foreign. Cool I actually and never then, do that. Flower melon has this. We call it water gel, but it has like it's kind of slimy for lack of a better word, but then it dries quickly and it just plumps the skin. Also great for makeup prep. Um, it does have a little bit of tackiness that helps hold on yeah. to makeup. Um, oh, I just love it. And we get a lot of comments on the smell. I mean, it is skincare. It has no perfume, no synthetic fragrance. It has melon extract and banana flower extract. So it has a nice botanical fresh smell, um, but no fragrance that's going to irritate the skin. Oh, I just love it. I love it. You feel so plump and smooth and soft and silky. And I was going to say too, I love the textures of of the formulas and of your products. Like the silky rinse, it feels silky. It makes your skin feel silky. You look silky. I just, 
And like you said, this is, it's like slimy, but when you touch your skin, it's not, you know what I mean? I, yeah, it dries down and it, it's just perfect for makeup. I just love yeah. how my skin looks after I use it. I know. I'm so like, like glow. I love it. She's glowing. Yeah. I love the Kira Moon. Can you kind of go into the name too? Now that I just said it, how, what does Kira Moon mean? Yeah. And how did you name I it that? that? question a lot and it doesn't mean anything. Okay. Kira Moon is... It feels the way we want our customers to feel when they use the product. So to me, Kira Moon sounds kind of like this fantasy character. She's glowing, which is, of course, a nod to the skin, that moon, again, the luminosity. But um, yeah, like it would just be a character that is positive and confident and happy and joyful and using the products um, and caring for themselves. So to me, Kira Moon is sort of this pretend character. Yep. Um, I think for others, it's just kind of fun and nice to say. It gives you a feeling. But um, yeah, for me, again, it all went back to that customer avatar and how do I want them to feel when they see the product, when they say the name. And it when it when it came into my mind, I Googled it to see if the domain was available. And it was. And I, I knew that it, it was going to be Kira Moon. You had to take it. I love it. No, Kira Moon sounds like a character. Like, that's why I was asking. I'm like, is this someone's name? Who is this? Because I I love her. <laughs> she yeah. is such a fantasy. And no, I'm, I'm obsessed with all of that. And now that I'm kind of touching my moon globes, how important yeah. was it to you to kind of bring in these accessories to your brand? Like you said, the yes. brush, this. I know you have like really cute mirrors too. Like what, how did that kind of play a part in your brand? Yeah. Thanks. Actually, people don't ask about that often, but you're hitting the nail on the head. Like we brought in these accessories because again, we want to help you create joy and play in your bathroom through skincare. And that is so personal. It's different for everyone. Um, but definitely the skincare tools, things that you can do at the end of a long day, whether it's for two minutes while your kid is screaming in the background, or it's, you know, alone in your apartment because you've gone through a breakup and you're watching a rom-com and crying and you need your moon gloves. It's just one extra tool in your arsenal when you go, I need two minutes for me. Yep. What's the fastest way to make that a really special experience? And to me, when I thought about the end of a long day or having a spa night at home, watching a movie, it included all those things. It was a mask that I could apply with a brush. And then it was the cooling moon globes and the feeling of them on my skin. So we have more fun tools in our product pipeline. One, fingers crossed, will be um, released this year. And again, it goes back to that North Star, like our whole yeah. why, whole purpose for existing. And the the tools help us get there. It helps our customer get where we want them to go. I love that. And I'm so excited to see the other accessories that you bring into the brand because I think I think it's important for your brand specifically to do this because it is a part of a routine. And like you said, the cool moon globes, like after you're crying, like you, you need those. But I think yeah. a lot of brands kind of overlook that step. And I'm like, no, we need... We need the cute accessories and stuff like that. And I love that whole purpose of those in your brand. Um, I remember you just kind of said earlier, um, had you had kind of hesitated making this brand, you don't think you would have. And I remember when I was doing my research on you, you kind of mentioned um, like not to wait and just kind Mm -hmm. of start something. So can you kind of leave us with something on that aspect of like why you shouldn't wait and why you should go for something or why you shouldn't? Yeah. I mean, I, again, going back to what I did. So I spent, I mean, my mom passed in 2017. We didn't officially launch until 2021. And I didn't start seriously working on the business till early 2020. 
Um, I don't want to fool anyone to thinking I like just took the leap. I saved up for three years and I knew if I quit my job, I had baked in several months of living expenses, which is such a luxury and not everyone has income where they can save for even three years and have enough. So I, you know, don't want to like give some, I don't want to give someone advice. They just go for it. No, like you need to have your affairs in order. Um, but that said, don't let fear be the thing that holds you back. If you're good, if you have a partner or a family member or a financial situation that can carry you for a little bit when you first launch, then just do it. You know, like it's scary no matter what. It's scary now. Like we are moving units. We're selling hundreds of thousands of units. And I still wake up scared every day wondering like if we're going to make it again in a year. So once you realize that the fear never goes away, it's hard no matter what, you might as well just go for it. And for me, I had to look at there's fear in either path, not doing it. There's the fear of looking back with regret. There's the fear of wasting years of your life in a job that you hate where you're you know, you're either totally unfulfilled or you're not treated with kindness. There's fear by sticking with that path too. And I realized that my fear of not pursuing my dreams and staying, um, you know, in my tech job for the rest of my life, that was scarier than going for my dreams, failing, and then having to go back to that job. At least I could say I tried. And so I tell people to look at it that way. Like, there's fear in both paths, like which fear is, which is actually the scarier outcome. So that helped me a lot to, to go for it. Yeah. I think that's going to help a lot of people too. I love, once again, I just love how real you are and how straight up you're like, nope, I saved. Like you have to have a plan. That's why I had this podcast. I'm like, I don't want to hear like, oh, I just did it. Like, no, there was obviously strategy behind it, but I think that that is such a great question to ask. Like what, what do you fear more not doing it or doing it? And you just never know until you try. And I just love, I love that answer. I love your story. I love your brand and I love learning all, all that I did today. Um, so thank you so much for coming on and everything that you do with Kira Moon and anyone watching go to Kira Moon right now and get literally everything because (laughs) you need it. And I love it. And once again, just thank you so much for everything coming on and creating Kira Moon. Thank you. Your energy is so wonderful. You're pure sunshine. I'm sure that's why your audience loves you, but it's been a pleasure chatting with you about mental health and Kira Moon. And thanks to everyone that listens. Thank you so much. That was so fun. Well, I'm going to go and glow and so are you. Um, yes. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye.